to this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Gary and Thorne. We are breaking down everything you need to know for Tuesday, August 3rd in the massive 15-game featured slate that kicks off just past 7 p.m. Eastern Time on DraftKings. We're also going to talk some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook, but before we get to any of that, let's talk prize picks. If you head on over to prizepicks.com and use the promo code MMNMLB, you can have your first deposit matched up to $100. So do that and then maybe partake in this pair of overs that I like on Tuesday. Let's start things off with Aaron Judge to go over nine fantasy points in his matchup with Alexander Wells and the Baltimore Orioles. This is pretty simple. Wells has not looked all that great in his four major league appearances so far in 2021. Specifically, right-handed bats, as you would expect, have given him a lot of trouble. Righties have 2.79 home runs per nine off of Wells in that small sample size. And guess what? Aaron Judge might just be the best hitter of left-handed pitching in all of baseball. At least that's what the advanced numbers say so far this season. Judge has a 483 expected WOBA against Southpaw pitching in 2021. That is by far the highest qualified mark in all of baseball. He's also got a bunch of really good hitters surrounding him in this Yankees lineup. I think that through osmosis, maybe just through a solo home run in the first inning, doesn't really matter. I think Judge gets over this number pretty quickly and pretty easily. So over nine fantasy points for Aaron Judge. In the complete opposite archetype of player, let's go over seven fantasy points for David Fletcher against Jordan Lyles and the Texas Rangers. Now, Lyles had a nightmarish month of July where he was giving up home runs left and right. Doesn't really have to worry about that too much when it comes to David Fletcher. He is not that kind of hitter. However, in July, Jordan Lyles had a 6.52 FIP, while right-handed batters had a 292 batting average and a 545 slugging percentage off of Lyles for the entirety of 2021. So he has struggled tremendously within the split, and Fletcher has been hitting everyone going back to the beginning of June. In that span of time, Fletcher is nearly hitting 350. He's hitting 347 with a 129 WRC+. plus. So I think the Angels are going to be able to score some runs off of Lyles, off of Texas's bullpen in this particular contest. Fletcher has been hitting off, understandably, for the Angels as of late. So chance for five plate appearances in this game. Again, hitting nearly 350 the past two months. I think he's able to get over seven fantasy points, despite the fact he does not possess a lot of extra base power. So that's going to do it for the prize picks portion of this video, but let's get into the DraftKings portion because, as I mentioned off the top, this is a humongous slate, as we often do get on Tuesdays. 15 games, gets going at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time, and some really good pitching at the top end of this particular slate. We've got a couple guys that I think people are going to gravitate towards naturally, which is completely understandable. I'm not even saying they're in bad situations. I just think they're going to be popular. So Zach Wheeler going up against whatever's left of the Nationals at this point. They actually haven't hit that terribly. 
But you do have to remember they were facing the Cubs, who also had a fire sale and don't really have a lot of MLB talent left on their roster this past weekend. So I think Wheeler is going to make quick work of the Nationals. He's $9,700. You also don't normally get Zach Wheeler below 10 k So I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards Wheeler. I think a lot of people are also going to go towards Sean Manaya, who has been fantastic his last two starts, racking up the strikeouts, racking up the DraftKings points, well over 30 DraftKings points in both of those last two outings. He's going up against the Padres, who have been bad against left-handed pitching for the majority of 2021, and their best hitter of left-handed pitching was Fernando Tatis Jr., who is obviously not going to be available for this game. So at $9,400, he's hot. I think Sean Manaya is also going to be a really popular target on Tuesday. And again, that doesn't mean people are wrong to use him. I would have Wheeler and Manaya inside my top three when it comes to my targets at the top end of this slate. But I think the guy I am leaning most towards is someone who maybe people will be a little scared off of for a variety of reasons. And that's Garrett Cole, who's $10,500. The last time we saw Garrett Cole, he was getting absolutely destroyed by the Tampa Bay Rays. Seven earned runs, eight runs overall, five or just a little over five innings in that game against Tampa. It was bad. And even Monday night, I know these things aren't really comparable, but it was an Andrew Heaney chalk night against the Orioles, and it blew up in everyone's face. So maybe there's a little hesitation to use Cole in general, who has not had the best numbers since the substance crackdown. Maybe people are just going to be a little gun-shy about using a Yankees starting pitcher at this price against the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know. Either way, I think Cole is probably going to be less owned than he should be on Tuesday. I know he had a 4.71 ERA in July. Again, I understand how this all correlates timeline-wise with the crackdown. But if you look at his other numbers in July, it starts to get a little bit rosier when you talk about the output and possibly the turnaround for Garrett Cole since those struggles in June. 38.2% strikeout rate in July, a 2.39 FIP in July. Really, the big issue he had was a 371 opponent BAPIP and the fact that his strand rate was well under 70%. So I think this is a little small sample size noise right now with Garrett Cole. Again, I'm not defending his start against the Rays. It was bad. However, 38% strikeout rate plays anywhere. And if you're striking out two of every five batters you face, at a certain point, the luck is going to turn around. So I think going up against the Orioles, who coming into Monday's slate had a 292 Woba against right-handed pitching, that's the worst mark in all of baseball. They are much better against lefties like Andrew Heaney than they are against righties, especially if that righty is Garrett Cole. So I think Cole is going to have a massive day on Tuesday, and he's going to pay off that $10,500 price tag little bit cheaper option, kind of in the mid-tier. Let's talk about Max Freed for a second. Freed is $8,300. He has been horrendously inconsistent so far in 2021. He's also been really bad on the road, and this game is in St. Louis. However, Bush Stadium is notoriously a pitcher's park. So I wouldn't worry too much about the home road splits, though obviously we're getting to the point in the season where if you've been bad on the road for four months, it's concerning. Uh, but I'm willing to look past it for Freed, considering how good he looked in his last outing, his last start against the Mets. Seven innings, two earned runs, nine strikeouts, and 25 DraftKings points. It's the second time in his last three starts that he has eclipsed 25 DraftKings points. And actually, 
if you lop off the first month of the season for Freed, where he was dealing with some rough luck, some injury stuff, if you go to May 1st and beyond, he's got a 3.35 ERA, a 3.58 FIP, and nearly a 25% strikeout rate. So not amazing, not one of the best strikeout pitchers in baseball, but he's been a lot better than his numbers as a whole say. And I think you really have to take that into account when talking about Max Freed. And the other thing that I think you have to think about in this particular matchup is the fact that the Cardinals, who at one point in mid-May were one of the best teams in baseball at hitting left-handed pitching, they've been awful hitting southpaws the last two and a half months. Their numbers for the season as a whole are in the lower third of the league in basically every major category. And across the past two weeks, in a time where strikeout rates are down all over baseball, the Cardinals have a 25% strikeout rate the past two weeks. That is the third highest mark in baseball. So I think their lineup and their inability to hit left-handed pitching really does add to the ceiling of Max Freed at a very fair price point at $8,300. Another lefty. Let's talk about it. Let's finish up pitching with a bargain basement lefty. And look, I really don't have a lot of positive things to say about Jose Suarez, the pitcher, but I have more negative things to say about the Texas Rangers offense. And I think that's kind of where you have to land on this particular asset on this particular slate. Suarez is $6,000. He's got decent numbers for the season, but he's been really bad as a starter and obviously he is starting this game against the rangers however texas hasn't hit anyone since the all-star break they ranked dead last in iso wrc plus woba any like arrangement of letters you want to come up with i'm sure the rangers rank last in it in the second half of the season they've also struggled against lefties for the entirety of the year coming into monday they have a 657 OPS within the split. That is the worst mark in all of baseball. They also rank second last in WRC Plus and WOBA against lefties. So again, I don't really have a ton of great things to say about Suarez, but if you're going to give me a 6K left-handed pitcher going up against the Rangers, kind of hard to say no to that right now. He's not the kind of guy you're getting 100% exposure to, but I'm going to have a healthy amount of Jose Suarez in lineups. He's the perfect GPP play considering just how bad Texas has been so far this season and so far in the second half of this season specifically. Uh, To round things out, let's talk about the best stack on Tuesday's slate, and I think it kind of goes without question here. It's the Yankees. Let's build off what we were just talking about in our prize picks segment. Alexander Wells has had a rough go so far. A 396 Woba to right-handed batters. We know the Yankees are stacked with powerful right-handed bats. Just got a couple left-handed bats, but still. uh, Still have all those great right-handed bats, too. 2.79 home runs per nine within the split. I already mentioned that. Also striking out just 10.2% of the right-handed bats he's seen so far this season. You cannot allow Gary Sanchez, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge to make contact. The whole key to really navigating this Yankees lineup is the ability to take advantage of the holes in those power hitters' swings. If you can't strike these guys out and you give up batted ball events, that's when you're getting into trouble. And that's why I think stacking the Yankees is the way to go. And it's also worth pointing out, the Yankees are kind of cheap. Like, cheap for the Yankees, let's say. Because you don't have to use DJ LeMahieu. He's the most expensive Yankee for whatever reason. He's $5,100. Does give you some nice 
dual position eligibility can really fit into a stack well in that sense. But, you know, he's hitting leadoff. If you want to use him, you can use him. There's some potential. There always is. But if you want to bypass LeMahieu and use, like, Rizzo or Judge at 4,800, I mean, we just talked about this, 177 WRC+. plus against left-handed pitching so far this season. Sanchez is $4,600. He's got a 306 isolated power against lefties in 2021. And I know Giancarlo Stanton has been frustrating all season long, but he's just $4,100, probably going to hit fifth in the lineup in this game. And if you look at his career numbers against left-handed pitching, they are some of the best in the history of baseball. So just too cheap. Like Boston in a great spot as well on Tuesday's slate, but they're all priced above $5,000, and you can get a whole Yankees stack without using a single guy priced above 5K. So it's a really nice situation for the Yankees. I expect it's going to be relatively popular, but if you're using someone like Jose Suarez, maybe the popularity of your bats isn't going to matter as much in a GPP. Okay, let's talk about some best bets before we get out of here. This one we can almost breeze through. I talked about how much I love the Yankees bats. I talked about how Garrett Cole is probably my favorite pitching option on this slate. So it would make sense that I think the Yankees are going to win this game in a landslide. So I will take Yankees run line. It's a steep price. It's minus 160. That's a big number on the run line. But still, I will bet that one. The Yankees are 4-1 in their past five home games. They're also 6-2 in their past eight games as a favorite. They've been bad on the run line all season long. I get that. But if you like Garrett Cole, if you like these bats, it only makes sense to lay a couple shekels on the Yankees' run line. Let's sort of uh, make up for maybe a chalky bet with Minnesota money line at plus 120 on Tuesday. This is really a bet that comes down to the starting pitchers specifically. You've got Tyler Molly and you've got Kenta Maeda. Malley's really been struggling so far in July. He's got a 5.46 FIP. Obviously, has yet to start a game in August, so that is as recent as it gets when we're talking about Cincinnati's right-hander. He also has a 6.07 ERA, and he's giving up 2.54 home runs per nine when pitching at Great American Ballpark so far this season, whereas Kenta Maeda, in the exact opposite direction in the month of July, he had a 2.15 ERA and a 231 opponent Woba in the month, pitching the best baseball that we have seen from Maeda since going back to 2020. So I think... Obviously, it's hard to trust the Twins to win a game. They've been bad all season. They've been frustrating all season. But when you're looking at the starting pitching in this game, I understand that the Reds are at home, but their pitcher has been pitching terribly when he pitches at home, and he's going up against the Twins' best starter by far, our best remaining starter by far. So let's take the Twins on the money line at plus 120 to go with Yankees, run line at minus 160, and that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and I will catch you guys tomorrow.